and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Aaron Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan. We are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first ran on the WB in 1998. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the finale. Whatever. We're, we're going to talk feeling. about the finale. Yeah, we don't need to go through this whole rigmarole. I know. Seriously. It's um, like one of the final times we'll do it. I know. I know. <laughs> so yeah, we um, thank you guys so much for all the lovely feedback you've had about this interview podcast series mm-hmm. that we've done to sort of get us ready to go into the finale. Um, We did a live watch of uh, True Love with Mm -hmm. our Patreon peeps, um, and that uh, went pretty well. It was fun. Yeah, it was a a trial because we're going to do a live watch over there, you know, of the finale. Of the finale. Yeah. Um, And so we're like, we got to work out the kinks. But And I was like super nervous to be on camera. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then also navigate the chat bar. I don't know. You're like, how does this work? Yeah, totally. I'm sure people that do that stuff they're like it's easy and it is but yeah like we're... any new thing you're like oh god um but it was really fun so yeah we just want to let you know if you want to join us over on patreon if you hadn't we're gonna do the live watch october 2nd Sorry. at 1 p.m pacific standard time yep. so join us over on patreon patreon.com slash dawson's critique and you know you can join us for that yeah um you know if you can't you know, that's fine. That's fine. Um, and, you know, we're still going to do a regular episode about the finale. Yep. And we are watching the DVD version yep. um, with Andy in it. Um, so yeah. we're, like, super excited. Or I am excited for that yeah. <laughs> to uh, see Andy again for yeah. sure. A final yeah. send off to her. Totally. Um, but today we thought we wanted to be, like, check in with our feelings yeah. about this project that we've been working yeah. on for three years. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, just kind of... Like, you know, we've been doing the slow goodbye yeah. to the show and to, you know, the show Dawson's Creek and then the show Dawson's Critique. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, check in of like, I think we're ready. Are you ready? I'm, I feel ready. I feel very excited to watch the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was saying over on our live watch for True Love that, um, you know, I don't watch it that often. Aaron, Aaron watches it more than I do mm-hmm. um, because um, you probably know. You probably can think about why if you've seen the finale. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to give any spoilers, um, but you probably know why. Um and uh, but that being said, I do think it's one of the best finales yeah, ever written, TV uh, series finales. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, it, I'm excited to sort of revisit it. Um, I'm, you know, scared at what, what emotional uh-huh. fallout is coming towards me. But, um, but I'm excited. Especially to on live stream. On live stream. Yeah, yeah exactly. So we're like nervous for it. I know. Like, oh my God, we're going to be ugly crying. I, I have to take back all the shit we talked on James Van Der <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to drag me if I do that. Um, but I just, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to, I mean, it's, you know, it's so funny. I, it's so bittersweet. Cause like I have loved, so loved doing this. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to not have to schedule <laughs> with you. No know. offense, but yeah, like yeah. just between our two schedules, like can't yeah. wait that that's not something that I'm going to have to think about for yeah. a while. I mean, we'll hang out, obviously we're friends, but, yeah. but that we're not like, no, it, it was because when we started the podcast like three years ago, yeah. we recorded like a bunch at a time and yeah. we would do like, you know, three episodes and then go back and do three more or whatever. And so we were way ahead. Yeah. Or not even that. It's just like you didn't have to have it taking up so much space in your week. In your week. Yeah. yeah. Um, even though it's like still the same amount of time, yeah. you know, of watching the episodes and everything. But it, that was really nice. But then it became so infeasible to do like that. Yeah. You know, so we had to do it week to week. And, you know, I, I get it. But on the other hand, I was like, oh, that was kind of better before when we could like spend a yeah. whole weekend dedicated to to Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Um, and having to schedule it, it, it is hard, especially yeah. in the dark days where you're like, I just don't want to do this. Yeah. Of season six, particularly. Season yeah. six and season four, I yeah. felt, was yeah. like, particularly like. I just, it's, yeah, I can't okay, we have to make time here. to do this. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I don't want to do this, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and having to schedule it, like you said, when we were all doing different things. Yeah, that was so, th- that's the thing that I'm kind of like, oh, that'll be a nice thing to be done with. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know, there, I have so enjoyed doing this and yeah. looking at the show, but also getting to just sit with you and talk about these yeah, things. Like, totally. it's been really fun. 
Yeah, and um, even like sit with the listeners and talk to them about yeah, it. Yeah, totally. You know, the way in which they connect with us. Yeah, and, you know, we of can course. feel like a connection. So it's yeah. Been, really interesting too I agree I agree yeah so yeah so I mean I think it is bittersweet but also I think mm-hmm. I've been thinking a lot about you know what we've done here yeah and what the point of this was and I don't know you know I think when we started I don't know I'll speak for myself that mm-hmm. like you know I was kind of like I think it would be fun to have these conversations yeah. that like you and I have had in some way shape or form right some of them um for years yeah. right like mostly about season three you and right, I but like <laughs> but like you know I I thought it would be fun and it has been so fun to mm-hmm. dig in and sort of you know my mom was was saying like what you've done is basically a close reading of this show right um, in its entirety, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's kind of a big, that's a huge thing, right? Yeah. Like what a huge thing. And, and I, you know, coming at it some, from sort of the critical lens that we've come at it from, um, to me, that's really fun. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like my takeaways about it have sort of been that, like, what a worthy endeavor to like really yeah. dive into something like this. Yeah. That like, even when it, we were in certain doldrums, like, thinking critically about a TV show on this kind of granular level that we've done Mm -hmm. it on has been such a rewarding experience. It really has. And like on the one hand, it kind of has changed the way I interact with TV Uh because you can't help at times not to, (laughs) you know, critique in your head or be more, have a more critical eye to it. Um, But on the other hand, that has like really enriched my experience with TV because I felt like, especially during the lockdown, you know, and the, you know, the pre-vaccine pandemic or whatever. <laughs> Portion of the pandemic, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was hard for me to, like, even engage with TV because I was like, all I do is sit around and yeah. I just can't sit on a couch and watch TV. Like, it, it was too much for me to, like, <laughs> deal with. Yeah. Um, so I had kind of, like, stepped away from TV as a medium and in the experience. And now I feel like I've been f- able to find a way to like kind of come back to it, yeah. um, which has been good because like, who doesn't like TV, you know? Totally. Um, and you want to have your shows that you like and everything. Yeah. Um, and the, the characters that you miss and, you know, you miss over the summer break or whatever mm-hmm. or the, you know, hiatus or whatever. So that's been cool. And I, yeah, I definitely agree. I think when I, when you asked me to do it, I was like, okay, like I was having, I was in a really bad place in my life, yeah. you know, and I was like, okay, I want to take up more space on the internet because yeah, yeah. I was being bullied on the internet. Yeah. So I was like, if I can take up more space in my own terms, yeah. like that would be cool. And it has been fun to kind of end up being like a Dawson's Creek celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Which, like, it's like, you know, we say jokingly, but then it's also kind of true. I mean, it's like truly, really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> So that's been like, uh, you know, not a path I ever saw for myself, but one I like really like. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> like, I'll take it. I don't know. You know, it's like it is a joke, but other times people are like, I will com- sometimes comment on like Dawson's Creek, you know, Instagram posts, and people are like, Oh, I didn't know it was you. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like really, it's just a funny experience, yeah. and I like find it really delightful. You know, yeah, um, yeah. And that's been like really cool, I think. Yeah, I agree. And just like this sort of, I mean, obviously that's not what we set out to do. I figured like, I figured like, 30 of you would listen. Yeah. And like my mom being one of them. I know. <laughs> and then like, I remember when you were like, yeah, we'll do an Instagram, whatever. And I was like, oh, we're going to do it like for real. Like, have like Instagrams. I mean, you get, if you're going to do it, you got to do I it. I know. And I was like, okay. And I thought for sure, I was like, yeah. And then we'll just have like a really niche group of like 81 followers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's more than that. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, but, um, and we appreciate that. And so I think, you know, for us, or at least for me, like, you know, the, the listenership, the people who we get to interact with, it's so beyond what I ever mm-hmm. thought we would do. And yeah. I, you know, I'm super proud of that. And also I hope that like, it's sparked sort of discussions, you yeah. know, for you guys that like, you're having conversations, um, you know, that you guys weren't having. Cause I know we are having conversations that we weren't having, yeah. um, because of just looking at this and, and the world around us at the right. same time. Right. And, the, and I think that's, what's kind of so interesting to me about a sh- 
about any kind of podcast, you know, like this is like, I feel like if we started this podcast now, Mm -hmm. it would be a totally different podcast. Right. You know, even if we were kind of saying the same things, Mm -hmm. like just the world around us is so different and is changing so quickly. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I think that's kind of an interesting thing. And I, I, there's sort of a part of me that looks forward to going back in a few years and like listening to to some of these things because there's like artifacts, right? right? It's like, I remember us like, Literally, we were taping one day and when I got off, when we, when, oh, yeah. like when Jen heard me say like goodbye or whatever. Charles came in and was like, yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah. died. And, and like, we were like, oh, oh God. God. We were like on the Zoom together. I like, oh like, shit. Oh my God. This and, is like not what I want to be dealing with right Yeah, now. <laughs> totally. And then like, and, and, you know. I, like the week of like January 6th, 2021, like right. we were, you know, it was like, yeah. we still were recording. Yeah. And so like those kinds of things where it's like real life history is happening around you. And obviously, you know, it's interesting because we had pre-recorded so much before lockdown started lockdown, yeah. um, yeah. that like it kind of moves seamlessly. Our, our yeah. podcasts, like where I listen to other people's podcasts from the same time and they're like, oh, I don't know. And like you listen to them now and they sound so like, for lack of a better word, like naive or dumb because uh, like they're because they're like, well, I don't think we need to stay right, inside. And right. we're just like, oh, God, but we you don't like know a, what's coming. A month of lockdown <laughs> yeah. before we actually had to record. It, we, yeah, yeah, we had a long time before we actually had to record. So we were kind of in it by the yeah. time we were starting to do that. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, that's kind of interesting, too, an interesting time capsule. Um, so I like I think that's yeah, like I said, I think that's a really interesting like mm-hmm. it's, you know, as I know we've said before, we don't we take notes, but we're not like working off a script. Right, right, right. So there are times when we don't even we don't know. Like we're like, oh, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What did I say? Yeah. And like some of you who come back and like have started after we started right. and like are going through the episodes like later. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll quote things at us and we're like, oh. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, good job, Julia. That was smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh God, when did about, I say? Like, oh, you were talking about this. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't, don't remember. <laughs> vaguely, yeah. loosely. Yeah, yeah, you know? loosely. <laughs> like, exactly. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, you know, that's an interesting thing about podcasts where like, you know, you kind of have to be in it with them. Um, Like, yes and no. Like you, if you're not, there is a way that it's one sided. Like there's someone who, who emailed us. I will see if we can do it uh, about talking to her about disability rep in Dawson's Creek. Um, I, you know, but I just don't know if we're going to have time before we finish to like do an interview. Exactly. And so I was like, but it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. It's just interesting of like, she's like in, I forget what season, but early on. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I want to hear that opinion, but also I don't know if we have time to schedule it. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that was one of the things about doing the summer series that was cool that gave people time to catch up if they wanted to, to like kind of be there with us. Yeah. Um, But then at the end of the day, this will like really serve as a time capsule of this interesting time in the world and then in our lives yeah and then you know like you said I I feel like as it grew and evolved we were able to like maybe hone in on certain goals that we had for it yeah I I, you know like like you said when we started we didn't know what we were doing which I think is standard (laughs) and then as it kind of started shaping up and coming together I felt like there were you could have ever evolving goals about it and I think for me personally one thing that I really liked that we did was stand really firm about Jen being a victim of sexual assault and like not having room for being like oh well but you know or whatever and Pacey yeah and that's what I was gonna say Pacey as well and I'm not saying like we were the only ones doing that sure 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 and like you know I don't I'm not saying that at all but I definitely think like something about creating that storytelling and and dialogue about it and just being like nope it was cool because I definitely see that on the internet now from like people I know their names because they interact with me being like oh no basically there's no room to discuss anything about this with Miss Jacobs right you know we're not gonna have try to find the nuance here right of this relationship because that's not where we need to be 
absolutely in the world. <laughs> and I think that's like something that's so, I guess, I mean, I guess that's the point of a podcast like this is to reframe it. Right. Mm-hmm. But then also I think there was like some unexpectedness in the way we did that sometimes and the way that those kinds of like ideas and thoughts came together sometimes where it was like by reframing it, you know, I feel like very early on when I still read our reviews, we got a review that was like, you know, these girls are like ruining my favorite show basically. Uh Yeah. Um, Because like we're, you know, we were like saying all the things that were wrong. Right. And and I thought about that for a hot second and right. then was like, okay, I don't care what this person says, uh-huh. but like, but, but I will say what I think I've come to in that sort of realm is that like, I think it's so important to look at these things mm-hmm. and reframe them and say like, yeah, sure. You know, maybe the television show itself was asking us to think that Jen was a slut mm-hmm. And, like, first of all, it's a radical act to say we're not gonna. Yeah, I agree. And it's also, like, a radical act to say, like, okay, you might have made me think that then, and I don't think that now. Or why are we moralizing the word slut? Or why are... what? Yeah, exactly. And, like, my thing is, like, I think that's actually so important to look at that media and to say look at how we've changed. Mm -hmm. So And and are looking back, like... This, you know, this feels dated. Mm -hmm. And why does it feel dated? And also, I can still love it. Yeah. Even if it's dated. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that, like, I think that that's, I mean, sort of not to, like, wrap up our art art and artist segment, (laughs) but a little bit to wrap up our art and artist segment. I think that's kind of what we're all grappling with when it comes to, like, celebrities and artists Mm -hmm. and people who have like had these very public scandals and public like um abuse like they're you know it's been they've been publicly outed as abusers of any some kind Mm -hmm. that I think that like it's hard to grapple with because of nostalgia Mm -hmm. and I think that like the only way to do it is to grapple with it. The only way to get through it is to grapple with it. And that doesn't mean you don't, you can't enjoy stuff, but it might mean that you don't enjoy it in the same way. Yeah. And so like, you know, I look at a, like a movie like Edward Scissorhands or something like that, which is like, I, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. It's such a great movie. And it's like, maybe I come at it differently because Johnny Depp is at the helm. Yeah. And like, I don't, I, you know, And he is a domestic abuser and, Mm -hmm. you know, that's like, he literally admitted to it. Yeah. Um, And so my thing is like, maybe we look at that and we say, you know, okay, it's a great piece of storytelling Mm -hmm. and he did a great job of acting this character. Yeah. And also I can hold two things at once. Right. That also he's like garbage. And I probably am not going to see movies with him going forward. Right. And, and like... The frequency in which I revisit his movies. Yeah, it's probably going to lessen. But yeah, also, I mean, like... I feel that way about, like, American Beauty or something like that. Totally. Like, I love that movie, but I haven't been able to watch it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Alice and Janney in that movie is perfect. Uh, even Thora Birch is so... Uh, like, yeah, I feel great. like the casting is so good in that Benning. Like, yeah. every And that Benning in that I, I will buy this house Bacula, Like, yeah. even the small casting, you're yeah. like, what? Everything is so Peter fucking... Peter Gallagher, yeah. Yes, it's so fucking good. It's like... It, I mean, Annette Benning getting fucked by Peter Gallagher yeah. with her legs in the air saying, fuck me, your majesty, I is know. like pure comedy gold. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Um, even the angsty teen recording of a trash Yeah, yeah, it's like... Funny. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. That movie is so good, but it's hard for me to like really, you know, go there. Yeah, sure. Um, and, you know, I, and I just, I guess I personally feel like, you know, we should be changing as we grow anyways. And there's like room to have different tiers of things that you love, like the ones you loved when you were a kid and have nostalgia for. Sure. Like, I fucking loved Full House. That's fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's totally fine. And it's not like, you know what we're gonna be 
wanting to love the same thing in the same way as we did when we were like six years old. I don't know. No. And I, and I also think that like, there's a way in which like grappling with it as an adult, like what a sign of respect that I didn't just like kind of like, you know, whatever. And then also not just a sign of respect, but also like thinking about like how these things age well or don't, age well or how we age out of Mm -hmm. them and stuff like that like I think that's just so important yeah to look at those things and to say like I can still love like I don't know I'm not a huge MASH fan but like that's the one that's popping into my mind right now Mm -hmm. of like I, I remember watching the first episode like a couple of years ago it came on Hulu okay. and I was like, I feel like mash was a show that was like just on sometimes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so like, I know the characters kind of, my parents yeah. loved mash. Um, but like, you know, as a kid growing up in the nineties, like it was in syndication. So like, yeah, no, it would I be on a channel. Definitely saw it on yeah. KCET. Right. Exactly. And like, and so I remember watching the first episode and like, Alan Alda's character is basically sexually harassing every woman in his sight, partic- mm. one particular woman in his sight, but like all of them yeah. for like the entirety. And I was like, the thing is, is that like, that's like, it's hard to watch now. Yeah. yeah. It's like, would this go on television today? No. no. But like, isn't that a win? And like, no, can't I we agree. like look at this show and grapple with it and, and note its moments of genius and the ways in which it changed television and also be like, and a lot of it is like dated. Yeah. Yeah. Reanalyze the character arcs and the characterizations of the characters and be like, this is fucked up. Yeah. And I'm glad we're not there anymore. I definitely feel like that's one thing that I appreciate, especially in this moment of like kind of total chaos that we're living in (laughs) where you can check in and be like, wow, okay, we have, you know, we've come a long way. Yeah. Like, I, I want to acknowledge that. Like, I don't like where we're at. We're still far away from even the bar, right. <laughs> you know, but uh, the bare minimum. But, uh, you know, just kind of. I'm always rem- close to the bar. Yeah. I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but just remembering <laughs> how, you know, far we've come. Yeah, yeah. I think it's always good to check in with that and reevaluate that and, you know, in our in our you know, march towards growing and becoming better. And like we've always said, you know, like in some ways we hope that our podcast becomes dated, Yeah, you know, in the sense of like the way we talk or the dialogue or we say things, I don't know, because there's no doubt that like two white women of privilege have their blind spots. Oh, absolutely. There's no disputing that. Um, And like, you know, as we evolve and develop the more of the language around, you know, certain blind spots were able to pinpoint them more and that you know what a great victory for us as a society yeah to have that available to us um and i just think that like you know even when we were talking to our college roommates you know acknowledging that like you just have to be kind and generous to your past self you know yeah. why do you expect perfection from your past self yeah like that's like an unhealthy place in my opinion to be yeah um you know, we've all made mistakes and, you know, you got to grapple with them and like, uh, you know, totally. It's like what I always say about Dawson. She's like, fucking apologize. Damn. Yeah. I mean, one of our college roommates, not on our chat that we had with them, but at a different time, she and I were texting each other and she apologized for something that happened when we were like, Mm -hmm. I, I forget if it was in college or right after college. And I, I was like, thank you but also like you don't need to apologize because your teen self was a mess yeah yeah, yeah totally. like mm-hmm. but i still appreciate the apology i appreciate the apology but also like yeah yeah we were but all I messy you. we were all we messy, were all messy. Yeah, yeah exactly and i think that like that's like looking at dawson's creek as a piece of art like the way that we came to it right like the the thing that sort of like we were like maybe we have something to talk about Mm -hmm. and something to add to a conversation on this show is like, we were talking about the Pacey and Joey scene in um, stolen kisses Kisses, Mm -hmm. where he basically asks her for consent or he doesn't basically do it. He does it. He's like, I'm going to kiss you. And if you don't want me to, you know, well, he doesn't directly ask her. That's true. He doesn't directly ask her for consent, but he's like, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you what my intentions are. And like, yeah. if you say no, I will stop. Yes or no. Basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And, and you and I were having a conversation about that. And then I sort of mentioned Andy's mental health storyline and was mm-hmm. like, this was ahead of its time. Yeah. And like Dawson's Creek, I think a lot of times gets shit on um, because it was a show for teen girls. And, you know, we hate that. Yeah, I think um, that's one thing that we also really framed the, the podcast about is that, you know, the from a young age, the thing that bring you know, whatever girls are told about the thing that brings them pe- pleasure is that it should be guilty or like yeah. the things you like are bad and yeah. you should be embarrassed about the things you like yeah. or you should watch it alone by yourself and not tell anyone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a real shame developed from such a young age about like the things that you like and bring you joy. And then also indirectly that shoots you down from like, talking about what you like and you know right. you know furthers this really toxicity that we have um and it's like like who cares like i don't know like what makes game of thrones a good show i don't know like i the production without a doubt but other than that it's like yeah what are we talking about here there's a right. lot of violence a lot of you know rape, rape a, you know a lot yeah. of things that like i don't know it's just like you know, whatever makes something good or bad is just it always boils down to a matter of personal opinion at the end of the day. Um, and I think that like one of the things that we aimed at and one of the things that I take pride in is looking at teen girls and their sort of power, right? Mm-hmm. Their purchasing power, if you will. I mean, not to frame it in a, you know, capitalistic context, but yeah. in a way it is their purchasing power is like, you know, how much of our culture is driven by what teen girls like, Mm -hmm. which the second that other people start to like it, they get kind of like cast aside, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that that's really like, it's sad, but it's also interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that like, with a show like Dawson's Creek, that's really something to look at and the, and sort of the derision that it often gets. And like, you know, some of it's earned. There are parts of the show that are, are truly like, a caricature of itself Mm -hmm. and you know i do think that it deserves criticism and Mm -hmm. hopefully we've done that here (laughs) (laughs) but um but also i think that like the derision is where i draw the line where it's like no this was a show that like really brought a lot to teen girls mm-hmm. i mean and other people as well i'm not yeah. leave, i'm not trying to leave anyone out but yeah. it was really aimed at that demographic mm-hmm. and i think that like also i just think that the way that these kinds of shows bring i don't know if moral like lessons is what I want to say but like to think about one of the things that's been kind of disturbing is to look at how people particularly women particularly sexually active women Mm -hmm. are treated on this show and Mm -hmm. think about being a young woman a young girl at the time and like how much media influences how you feel Mm -hmm. about yourself about your wants and needs about your desires about all of that and like how harmful it can be also. Cause yeah. I think that there's part of that's like mixed up in this show as well. Right. Yeah. You know, no, I definitely agree. That's like really haunting to like, just remember, I mean, not, it definitely has changed, you know, in some ways, Yeah. So, but like just remembering how we were raised and what we were taught to believe and like, you know, how much like we were even had to internalize, well, what was she wearing? Like that kind of concept yeah. of like, there was some kind of responsibility on the woman's part for the act of a man, you know? Um, and just how fucking twisted that is. Uh, and I don't know, I feel like so grateful that I'm not there anymore. Def- I definitely feel that. I feel mm-hmm. the grateful that I'm not there anymore. And I also feel like, I look at shows and I look at their sort of that sort of compassing and that Mm -hmm. messaging much more clearly now. And, you know, I'm like, okay, what are you actually saying by what you're doing with these characters and doing to these characters? And like, do I still want to be here? Because like, you know, okay, on, you know, this show, you're only um, killing gay people or, yeah. or black people or, you know, whatever. Or on this show, it's like the women are be- like Game of Thrones. The women are being sexually assaulted left, right and center. Yeah. I don't know that I actually want to watch that. I know. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, and what are we saying 
what is the com- what is the actual commentary? Are you just doing this for shock value? Right. Or are you making a commentary on it? Mm-hmm. This is not a Game of Thrones podcast, so I won't pontificate <laughs> yeah, further. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. I mean, about a lot of shows, but because Handmaid's Tale just came back. We're like, oh, all right, more violence against women. Like, yeah. it's, it's like um, a lot to process. Right. And at what point is it like you're, this is violence against women for entertainment value. And exactly. at what point is it like you are actually making a point? Yeah. Like what commentary you're making. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. And I think with Dawson's Creek, like, you know, what commentary are you making about teenage, the teenage experience? And I think one of the reasons that we come back to it over and over again and that we love, you know, particularly the first three seasons Mm -hmm. so much is that like, it does have something to say. Yeah. There is something to say about it and about the magic of it and about the pain of it Mm -hmm. and about all of it and about the, the, you know, intensity of friendships, the, you know, miscommunication. Yeah. The mundane qualities of it as well. Totally. you know, growing up in a small town and not knowing what to do or how to act or mm-hmm. how to whatever, like all these things, like it, it does capture that very, very well. Yeah. And yeah, that total experience of like wanting and trying to be an adult, but like really being a kid because like you also don't know what it means to be adult because like who does? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. um, I still don't feel like I do, I know, totally. yeah. Uh, so, you know, just kind of, like that very real experience of what it's like to grow up. Yeah. You know, um, and in that safe space of like, yeah, of high school, which is just such like a universal experience, you know, near universal experience of like being in high school, having these friends, trying to navigate the changing relationship with your, your parents and your living situation and all that stuff. I, I definitely feel like, even within our conversations with the other podcasts, you know, that is what everyone kind of touches down on. Yeah. Like just feels real. Like yeah. it feels authentic. And, you know, it's just like, what a, as much as, you know, we've kind of grappling, like, do we blame the writers too much? But on the other hand, like they did really capture this thing that is so good and authentic. Right. So, right. You know, it is such a mixed bag. In, yeah. The ways in which, you know, things get frustrating to us. It's like, you know, there's really no one to blame. But then there's everyone to blame. <laughs> sure, sure. Totally. And then honestly, at the end of the day, it kind of feels like capitalism is to blame that they were like, no, we need six seasons so that we can get yeah. that money at the end of it. And like yeah. everyone's already checked out. And, yeah. you know, I, and I, I know a lot of questions that we get from listeners is like, oh, would this show be better if they were 10 episode seasons like the way we have it now? Or if it was for streaming, would this happen? Blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, you grapple with like, well, on the one hand, we get such beauty from having these longer seasons. Yeah. We get the random episodes and, you know, we get more time with our characters. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, because of the old business model, then we kind of get like. Sometimes we get absolute chaos. Six, you know, like you could make the college years, like edit it down to maybe like 20 episodes. If that. Yeah. And like have like. A great time. Uh, yeah. Have a fun time. Uh, yeah. Which I always, I've been thinking would be yeah. really fun to like edit it down and like get rid of certain storylines. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, make it just like a decent watch. <laughs> which I actually think you could. I do too. I do too. Uh, particularly season five. There's enough in season five. Yeah. I think to really get you through. I agree. You know? Yeah. Season six would be very short. All of Castaways, very short. Well, you would, yeah. <laughs> I think you would have to like mix them together. Yeah. And like, no, totally. You know? But like you would have the whole Castaways. Like, oh, yeah. That episode's that not episode going anywhere. Then... Yeah. That episode's definitely not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, it's such a good episode. Yeah. Uh, God, it is such a good episode. Oh, tremendous. In a like sea of just unwatchable. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's like season six is really hard. Yeah, um, it is. It is. Now but I feel like now I'm away from it. Me so too. I'm I was like, just okay. going to say that. Now I'm further enough away from it. I'm like, was it that bad? It was. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. It's terrible. I know. But also there are shining moments. Yeah. And so if you skip the terrible parts, it's just that there's not a lot of shining moments. I think season five, I mean, I think that was maybe the biggest shocker. shocker I agree with you. Was like, I, I, when we were going into season five, I was like, Oh God. I I was like, well, there's a couple of good ones. I know that like, Mm -hmm. like 504, Mitch's like funeral. And then like, 
Um, the Hotel, Hotel New Hampshire, Hampshire for us, yeah. particularly. But in yeah. general, it's a good episode. But for us, it's very special. And then um, Appetite for Destruction. I was yeah. like, okay, I know there's like a few that yeah, are really yeah. that I really love. Um, and there was more than that. I, yeah. f- I felt like everyone, even the ones that I was like, this is not a great episode of TV. Mm-hmm. Like, I was still like, eh. There was something entertaining in that. I there was something good to go on in that. Yeah, like it felt like I I thought like when we went into it, we're like, oh, this season has no like arcs or anything or like yeah. no trajectory. But on the other hand, it kind of did. It had more of a trajectory than season six. Oh, without a doubt. Season six is aimless. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And I, I remember it like kind of the reverse. I did um, too, yeah. So being in season five, I'm like, wow, I'm really stunned at like, actually, this is pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and I remember season four being dark and being kind of sad, but I don't, I didn't remember how dark it got. I agree. I was like, whoa. I mean, I know you all listened to it and to the end of it, you could hear it in our voices yeah. that we were like, oh, get us out of this I know. season. Yeah. Um, and like Drew's so wild, but like, I don't know. He's not like an Abby Morgan where you, you have like an entertaining one. Yeah. I guess it's hard because they make him like lock Joey in a room. Overnight. Yeah, I mean that one. And night, it's like, one it's so scary to yeah. me that I can never like really... Get over it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But like you, on the other hand, you're kind of like, if we remove that episode, I'm like, let's see him in the college years. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. And I think that's interesting. I mean, from a TV writing perspective, I think it's interesting to figure out when they go too far with characters. Yeah. And like, I would argue that sometimes you can pull that back because I think like at the beginning of season three, they go too far with Andy yeah. of just being like all over the place. Like yeah. I think that, and not even like a mental health thing and not even like this thing that the show wants you to believe, which is that she faked a sexual assault, Yeah, which like well, we have covered that we don't think that, but like, and it's such a bummer that they kind of make it be like, she went to like this, you know, institution and then she comes back and she's wild and yeah. like none of her friends care. Like, I don't know. Right. Right. No, totally totally but I think that like at a certain point they did pull that back and and by the end of season three like to me she's really redeemed and I, I mean totally agree we just live watched you know true, true love, love where she's she amazing ad- and she admits to Dawson like yeah. I am still hurting by the yeah. from this too like I'm still hurting at the fact that Joey and Pacey want to be together it yeah. still hurts me but like what no, am I going to do about it I totally like, agree and as much as I like Gretchen and I think Sasha Alexander is really good. Like yeah. you, like Andy and Dawson could have really leaned on each other to yeah. um, really come out of that, you know, sailing off into the sunset right. in a way in which I think would have been really interesting right. to watch. Um, and, and like the nature of seasonal television, like in the, the way that we used to think of television, right. Uh-huh. With, with the seasons that lasted basically the school year. Yeah. Um, is like the nature of it is like, yeah, a lot of times, particularly on a high school show, you know, it ends with the end of the school year and it yeah. begins with the beginning of the school year. Yeah. And so you hear about the summer. Right. And so, you know, in this, in the beginning of season four, we kind of hear about this summer yeah. that they had and we don't get to see yeah. that maybe Dawson and Andy did lean on each other quite yeah, a bit, yeah, but true. we don't see it. Yeah. And, and I think they don't even hint at it. Like, that's I the know. thing is that they don't even drop like a... Like, oh, remember when we had this conversation or whatever, you know? And so I think that, like, yeah, I think that the ball that gets dropped with Andy, you know, is that, like, maybe the writers didn't see it at the time that they had actually redeemed this character. Right. right? And then, like, the people that, like, can't be redeemed, like CJ or even Charlie, like, Mm -hmm. we have to keep, they keep coming back. Oh my God, they're like a horror movie villain. I know. They just keep coming back. Yeah. And like, it's just really like hard to deal with because Mm -hmm. you're just like, I I don't understand how I'm supposed to follow this when like, this guy has proven himself to be such a dick bag. I know. CJ was too much to watch. And we sat through Henry. I mean, you know, it was just like, this guy doesn't even like Jen at all. And then we don't even know what happened to cause the change other than like, maybe Audrey said no. And he was like, all right, well, this girl over here is into me. And it didn't, it didn't really make any sense. I can't get that guy off my screen. Yeah. Or like edit out a lot of the like assholeness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So frustrating. That's what I mean. Is like, fine. If we're supposed to buy in, we could edit that storyline to actually have him be into her yeah (laughs) it's truly bizarre 
But yeah. Yeah. But I agree. Now we're further enough away from season six. I'm definitely ready for the finale. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm how- ready for it. I feel like our conversations, the interviews we had with the other podcasts, and obviously the reason why we didn't do Dawson's Creeps is because we've already interviewed them. Yeah. Yeah. And we might still try to get some of the other ones because there's so many and it was hard. Like, again, we're like yeah. complaining about scheduling just the two of us, you know? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is... It is difficult to get things on the calendar. Totally. Um, you know, especially since everyone has, you know, a co-host and then we have two, yeah, yeah, you know, so yeah. it's usually kind of scheduling four people. But, you know, I also feel bad. There's other ones out there that I'm like, it's not that I did. I don't know. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, I know we talk about them a lot and they kind of, in a way, are kind of our sister podcast because yeah, we started at the almost same the same time. time. Yeah. Um, and so uh, th- that was... That's no, we did. Yeah, we just yeah, already yeah. talked totally. to them, had them on, yeah, on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we just wanted to make sure we were showing, you know, other voices uh, as well. And hopefully, I mean, I had a great time talking to each and every one of those yeah, podcasts. Really did. Yeah. And there's such different energies from all of them. Mm-hmm. And like, I think, and in the best way, yeah. you know, like, um, and we just, it was such a blast. Um, to hear their sort of dynamics and to hear their friendships. And I think like, you know, as much as on Dawson's Creek, we wish everyone was friends sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that doing a podcast like this, I mean, I know you guys tell us this a lot, is that you can hear the friendships between us. I mean, our, obviously our friendship, but then on the other podcasts, like I could see it too, their friendships. And that was so much fun to watch. I I totally agree. I mean, we've watched it because we were on a Zoom call, yeah. <laughs> but to listen for you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I think that like this is, uh, you know, this show is from the sort of golden age of appointment television mm-hmm. and social television watching where we all piled into a room yeah. and watched it together yeah. or like, you know, I had friends not for this show, but for other shows where we would like call each other at the commercial right. breaks and like, yeah. you know, you would, or call each other after the show was over and like discuss and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And there was such this socialization. And I think a lot of that happens on Twitter now, which is, I, I don't uh, think is necessarily good or bad. I think yeah. it's just different. Um, but <laughs> that is actually my favorite part of game of Thrones is like uh, this when it was on every Sunday night that it was airing, yeah. like Twitter would just go insane. Uh, and I would, you know, I would be home like usually like cooking or like getting uh-huh. ready for my week. Yeah. And I would like be scrolling through it and I, I always knew what was happening because right. of Twitter, but yeah. I was like, but I don't have to watch this show because I don't right. like it. Um, it was fun. Uh, but, you know, it's it's one of those things where, I, you know, I think there's a way in which I, for me and you, this is, you know, a, a note from a bygone era mm-hmm. of when we used to pile into a living yeah. room and watch, watch it together yeah, <laughs> or yeah, into totally. a dorm room and, exactly. you know, drink, yeah, drink natty like, ice and yeah, wonder, <laughs> eat Domino's. Like, I know and, that OC was kind of like a show like that. So I wonder if they still have it now. I do that. wonder, I mean, and maybe if there's some younger people listening, you can tell us like when big streaming shows drop, do you guys like get together yeah. and watch it? Cause like a league of their own, uh, Steve came over and we watched right. it together. Yeah. Um, Cause I was like, yeah, I bet you they people do it for like Stranger Things when that one drops yeah. and like yeah. But I mean like week to week shows. I'm not talking about streaming ones. Sure, sure. That, there is still network TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, oh, I would love if anyone wants to yeah. come watch NCIS Hawaii with me at ever ever. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> I'll pass on that one. I I'm not you. Yeah. I know I know you're not gonna come watch it with me. <laughs> and and don't get mad. I know it's copaganda and even worse military copaganda. Yeah. But like I do. It is a good show. Yeah. Anyway, um, but so yeah, totally. I, I don't know. I mean that's an interesting that's an interesting because also all of those shows, you can stream them later. Right. You know? Yeah, true. So, like, does that... How does that change the game? Right. Because, like, for me, as a person without... And you, as a person without live TV, mm-hmm. like... Wait, you... Do you have live TV? I have an antenna. You have an antenna. Yeah. I've been thinking about just getting cable again. Really? <laughs> Instead of streaming. Oh, because, okay. like, it's it, all on there. I know. Like and People are, like, cutting the cords cheaper. And you're like, no, it's not if you have to add all the... All these yeah. different platforms. Yeah, right recently now. I've been like, I finally got rid of Netflix because uh-huh. 
Yeah, I've been doing. They kept canceling the shows that I wanted to watch, so I was like, okay, I don't want to pay for this anymore. I've only been doing like one at a time, like one streaming option at a time to kind of like limit, just like get overwhelmed with options, you know. And then you have to like Google search, like what are the best shows on whatever, you know. But totally. And then it kind of becomes fun because you get you're like, well, I got a month of Peacock. What do we got on here? You know, and <laughs> I like, do know uh, you get to see some. I don't know. I didn't think Bel Air was that good, but I watched it all. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Death. I watched Dr. Death. Yeah. I only could watch the first episode. And I was just like, I'm not in a place to watch this. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a lot of the streaming apps. And also because I'm a huge sports fan, I have a oh, lot of sports streaming apps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I pay a significant amount of money for MLB <laughs> so oh, wow. I can watch the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, there's a part of me that's like, perhaps we should just yeah, – I mean, I'll still have to pay for MLB because I don't live in, right, in, the area. Uh, in the area that yeah. my team plays in. But, right. you know, maybe I could watch some basketball games. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Hockey. Yeah. Okay, I'll get into hockey. Hockey's fun. I, you know, I've never, never been to a hockey game. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. It's so fun. That's what everyone says. We I've should never go, been. We'll go to, to the Kings. Kings yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. 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 I yeah. would love it. I mean, I, I like, have you been to the Staples Center? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. We have season or tickets. whatever it's called. We have season tickets, the LA Sparks. Right. Right. Generally. Right. That's right. So that's right, that's right. the WWE team. Yeah. For those of you who don't know. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Hockey's fun. We used to go to a lot of Ducks games when I was a kid. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It was fun. And I've been to a... You never been to a Sharks game? I never went to a Sharks game. I've been to a Sharks game. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I I feel like every... My dad wasn't that into hockey. That wasn't his sport. Uh So that was it. And then whenever my cousins would go, I feel like I just like... I was always not available whenever that was happening. Um, So... Right. Yeah, I just like somehow missed it. Not yeah. for not for like not try not like yeah, wanting I don't think to. My parents were ever into hockey, but since the Ducks became like yeah. a team after the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, when we yeah. were ki- like it yeah. was new when we were kids and yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. and like you know whatever. My dad would always get like whatever because couple tickets. They would yeah. get box tickets, or they had. I think his company had a box. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> his company was like a sponsor. So yeah, yeah, a box yeah. There and at the at the Angel Stadium too. Yeah. Je- my friend Jesse's dad worked at a bank in the Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. like during the first dot com boom. Yeah. So he got a lot. And his company had boxes everywhere. Yeah. And so I feel like they had a box that, like, they had tickets to the Sharks at one point, and right. I just couldn't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, but we would stay in Oakland Coliseum and right. at Candlestick. Right, right, right. <laughs> like the boxes. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Like. Ugh. Whatever. I'm kind of surprised they had boxes at Candlestick. They had boxes at Candlestick. I mean, it was nice because you didn't get hit in the face with trash. I know. And it flying wasn't ice around cold. And it wasn't freezing. <laughs> so, I mean, it was still pretty cold. <laughs> it wasn't as cold. Yeah. You could go inside. Yeah, yeah. Candlestick. Yeah. That park was wild. Candlestick was... I mean, I have deep nostalgia for it, yeah. but... Anyone from the Bay Area who tells you that they miss Candlestick is outright lying. It's like they're they're talking about Type Two fun. Yeah, yeah. It was like full on gloves and mittens, and then trash flying everywhere. Trash flying. It was, flying, so, it was windy. so windy. <laughs> there would be like trash tornadoes. I know that came through. Like, and it's like cracker twisters. Jacks, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like slap you in the face with yeah. like chip bags. Yeah, and a straw that is like sticky because <laughs> yeah. it was a Slurpee earlier. Yeah. It's so gross. Totally. And then like, <laughs> I remember my mom like. You had to dress in down. Mm-hmm. Like you would dress in like down jackets. Mm-hmm. There would be like down sleeping bags yeah, coming yeah. with you to go to yeah. like an afternoon game know, in the summer. In the summer, <laughs> like Jesus. I mean, San Francisco's freezing. In there's the summer, sports but... talk corner for you. Yeah, you're gonna miss it. We know. Yeah. Um, anyway, but so you know, I mean, this show. I mean, I think that like with this podcast. I've been thinking a lot about like what what we did mm-hmm. and what we've done. And I think the thing that I'm proud of is like being able to put it into this context. Yeah. Being able to look at this show and be like, yeah, it's entertaining. Yeah. And yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. And like there's there are reasons that we keep coming back to it. Yeah. And I think a show like this is missing from the television landscape and mm-hmm. has been for a long time. Yeah. You know, and I think if it's shows like The OC and Gossip Girl, both of which I love, yeah, yeah. don't replace a show like this. I know it's interesting because the I sometimes check in on the OC podcast with uh-huh. um, Rachel Bilson yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, man, I don't know about this. 
these episodes, <laughs> like this storytelling. You right. Know? I don't know if it it's the same kind of every story that Dawson's Creek was, you know, you know, in, in right. the way in which we say every story, obviously there's so many problems with it being all white and da, 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 but, yeah. um, et cetera. But there is a, just a, you know, kind of just a, you know, mundane storytelling that makes you feel like in a connection. It's, you know what it reminds me of kind of is like Roseanne mm. where like Roseanne was a sitcom that was just about like a working class family. Yeah. And like, I think that's what so many people saw themselves uh-huh. in Roseanne. And like, you know, these are people that like don't have a ton of money. They're mm. probably look a lot like you and your family, right. you know, like they're, she's clipping coupons at the counter yeah. and they're not like, destitute they're not like super poor but like financial state wasn't what made the show funny no 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 but like it was it you know it's like yeah it look there's you know they have other family members sort of coming in and out and bringing their drama into the house and they've got three kids who are doing any number of things at any given time Mm -hmm. like you know that are that are like oh god you know what's she doing this week kind of thing jackie and and Jackie. jackie i mean I love amazing Lori Metcalf. Metcalf amazing yeah. I just I recently just watched Hacks oh yeah it's so good and she she's yeah, on she it for a few tour, episodes the tour manager <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so she's funny. so great yeah when she popped up on that show's funny that show's great it's like laugh out loud funny yeah yeah truly yeah um but I, I just the the scene where sh- their dad dies and she has is yelling into the phone oh yeah, yeah dad's dead and he's like dad dead <laughs> i mean youtube it it is a master class <laughs> in comedy like it is so funny <laughs> just screaming into the phone um but i think that like it's kind of the same right like you really could see yourself in this family mm-hmm. in a way that like i think a lot of shows now particularly teen shows are out of reach yeah you know they're like i don't even want to call it aspirational Mm. it's just like about rich people Mm. do you know what i mean like things like gossip girl things like right you know these shows or um even riverdale yeah Veronica is like really rich. She ends up like owning a nightclub when she's like still right. in high school and whatever. Right, right. No, there was something special about like wearing the same clothes as someone on TV. Yeah. Um. That I I don't. It's hard because I'm not a teen, so I don't know. But I'm like, does that still exist? Right. Totally. <laughs> wearing the same clothes, they look like I you. They're not super glammed up. Um. The summer I turned pretty, and they're also like you know the the main character isn't rich, but like they stay in a house of the, you know, best friend, mom's best friend who is really rich. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it has that kind of element. Yeah. Well, and even like, um, uh, pen 15 is like one of the closest I think is very Uh like, but it's so, it's like the painful part Mm -hmm. of the painful, awkward part. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, it's just funny, but you have to be in the right space. Oh God. Cause sometimes it's like, I can't go back to that. I don't want, I'm triggered. I do not want to go back to those memories. Like, like, Oh my God. But it's got much more of a, like, it's very close to the vest on the, the, like clothes and the, yeah. yeah, yeah, Like it's very, definitely. Yeah. But I think it's few and far between. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and not in the same I think that one of the things about Dawson's is like the kind of magic, like Mm -hmm. it gives you the like, yeah, high school sucks. Yeah. It's terrible. And also there's parts of it that are absolutely fucking magical. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the lighting is so good. I mean, they knew how to light that set, man. Especially season two and three. I don't know. Even the pilot. Even the pilot. pilot I was going to say Jen by that creek on the dock. When she walks out of the cab. Oh Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Lighting is so good. They knew how to light that shit. So good. Totally. Well, what do you think? You ready for the finale? I think I'm ready for the finale. Yeah. I think we're getting there. Um, It's, are we, is it going to air next week or the week after? Probably. Yeah. We're not sure. But we're going to yeah. watch it for the first time. We're going to, you know, live Do a live watch. The first time we watch it. And then we'll obviously watch it again by ourselves. And, and take, take notes. copious notes. Yeah. So depend. I guess, I don't know if we'd have enough time to do all that. I don't think we will. So next week. We'll um, see. Yeah. But yeah. We'll, uh, and then we're definitely going to, I've been, you know, 
taken all of the listener questions for yeah. the finale. So we'll definitely have a wrap up and then probably a, a final finale of our thoughts where we kind of write down a little bit more. Yeah. The experience of being podcasters, what that's been like. Yeah. And like maybe like just a little, you know, send off of like what next for us you know and yeah. just like check in with y'all about that i don't know like, people are like what podcast are you doing next and i'm like i'm not saying no never but i'm saying no right now yeah. <laughs> we're taking a little break yeah, yeah yeah um yeah and then i don't know it because it it's fun and it, it's a lot of work and then sometimes it, you know, like Julia said, if someone will leave you a comment and you just think about it for longer than you want to. Yeah, that's true. And it's just like, like that work is a lot. Yeah. Too. Um, and it's, it's so fucked up that those are like so few and far between, but they take up more space. They do. such the fun, like everyone else is so nice. You yeah. know, amazing. Like we have yeah. so many amazing people that listen to us and like yeah. someone can really ruin it for you. Like yeah. Ruin your whole day. Um, true. Which, it's such a weird world we're living in. Uh, isn't it, though? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So, we have a few things coming towards you, but we just wanted to check in and be like, it's happening. We promise. The finale is coming. We've gotten some comments. We've gotten some we people asking. We want to let you know. Asking. Yeah, yep. again, like, the live stream will be October, October 2nd, 2nd, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time um, over on Patreon. So if you want to join us there, we'd love to have you. Um, it was really fun, actually. And we're oh, and one of our Patreon members said we're going to do a cocktail. So one of them asked, wants to ask everyone what the question is: What would drunk Joey drink? What would drunk Joey drink? I know she drinks like a punch in that episode. She, right? I'm not drinking jungle juice, I, but I know. <laughs> I like sugar is difficult for me. I, I keep sugar at a minimum in my life. So getting, particularly when drinking. Well, yeah, I feel like that's the only time I really have sugar and which is why my body's like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm going to make you regret this the yeah. next day. Um, <laughs> and for a few after. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was like, what kind of yeah drink can we do that is like, yeah punch adjacent <laughs> yeah possibly a whiskey or a tequila beverage yeah, yeah exactly yeah, maybe a vodka we'll do vodka i know it's like to. i guess if we ask the question what would drunk joey drink she's probably like a rum and coke girl oh. and you're like oh i'm not doing that i'm yeah, sorry sober julia and aaron are not no. drinking that <laughs> my body physically will not handle that no. um, we did it already it will kids. not allow yeah. that yeah i did it too much to ever do it again yeah exactly. you know what i mean yeah um yeah so yeah rum is my will never touch again everyone has theirs yeah everyone has theirs but yeah. for me it's rum yeah um jägermeister hello <laughs> do you ever do fernet though uh, everyone's like in a while. Have a sip always of like, you want a shot of Fernet? Yeah. I was like, you freaks. I, no, I won't I do a shot of Fernet. I will sip on a Fernet after uh-huh. a dinner. Yeah. But I'm not doing a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our, the bar we have spent <laughs> quite a lot of time and money at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they like to do shots of Fernet. I, it's like a bartender's drink. Yeah. They love shots. It's a San Francisco of, thing. I'm so sorry that they, 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 well, at least they do Fernet and not Jägermeister. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't. Yeah. Jägermeister, I can't drink anymore. But they're definitely in a similar house. They are in a similar house. But Jägermeister, I feel like no one's once ever sipped. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? True. I mean, I I have not. (laughs) (laughs) Frenette is actually a digestive from Italy. But isn't that what Jägermeister is? Um, Possibly, but who has anyone in the lifetime of Jägermeister ever drunk it that way? I can't say. Not I, I feel like drinking is such a regional thing. So maybe people are like, you freaks, Fernet is the one. Like, no one does that. They sip. You know what I mean? Like I, That that I'm fine with. Yeah, yeah. But truly, has anyone done anything but shoot Jägermeister or drop it in? Oh, yeah. Like a fucking Red Bull. Oh, <laughs> Which like, ugh. Oh, I just, my whole body shuddered just Mine even too. saying it. I like oh, a little bit gagged. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. Just remembering the clink and being like, "I've made a choice," and then not saying, no going not back. Knowing, yeah, you say there's no going back, even though there is. There you is. Could, you could. I'm here to tell you there is going back. Even if you hear that clink of the glass in the other glass, you still can say you no. Can say no. <laughs> you could revoke consent at any I time. Know. Oh my God. Oh geez. Yeah. Yeah. But 
Anyways, yeah, we're probably going to do a mixed cocktail. So if yeah. you've got any what would Drunk Joey drink, you know, let us know. Yeah. Um, and then we're probably going to do another merch drop of, like, things I've been collecting yeah. in the near future, which will probably be our final merch drop. Yeah. Um, but that will be fun. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm getting married. You are. In a few days. I just bought an outfit. Drops. Yeah. So it'll be a few days after this drops. Yeah. Um, so our lives are changing. Yeah, they are. It'll be fun to check in with you on the other side of the finale. Yeah. What's, you know. Going on. What we're doing. Yeah. What's our next project? I don't know. I I don't know. It's not like we have anything planned. We don't. (laughs) But just, you know, as a final send off. We still haven't even planned exactly when we're going to record the finale. No, no. So that's where we're at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're I, I'm getting married. I've yeah. got a planning. I know. God. She's, she's got other planning it's happening. Like, so absolutely. we're a little, yeah. You know, crunch time for me. So yeah. We're a little all over the place all right over now. The place. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, we're, you know, we're here. But we're here. And I know I've had some comments on Twitter and stuff of people asking, like, someone asked if it? we were going to do a finale. And I was like, I, we absolutely are. Yeah. We're not ending. We're not just going to end and not, not do the finale. We're not ending Joey eating a croissant in front of a, in front of a green screen. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Um, so yes, we absolutely are. We hope we wrapped some of this stuff up, um, as well as we could. I've been thinking a lot about the ending of this podcast and what it means and what it's meant to me over these past three years. And, you know, hopefully, you know, if you want to write us in, there's still time and to say what it's meant to you to sort of, you know, reassess Dawson's Creek. Um, if you've been doing that along with us, or if you've just been enjoying talking to or hearing us talk, that's cool too. Um, so yeah, you can always email us at Dawson's critique at gmail.com and let yeah. us know. And we will do a wrap up after the finale. Um, but we just wanted to pop in here and make sure you guys know we absolutely are going to record the yeah. finale. Um, we just, uh, when we're now far enough away from season six that we feel like we're ready to do that. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, like always, thanks for being here with us. Yeah. You know, we hope you're staying safe. Yeah. Registered to vote. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wild time to be alive, but. We're living. We're living. You know, um, Black Lives Matter, yep. defund the police, mm-hmm. stop Asian hate, yep. honor our treaties, mm-hmm. water is life. Oof. I mean, I think we should make Puerto Rico the 51st state. If As long as they want to be they part of it, it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's just hold that vote. Yeah. And also maybe start helping them when they get well, that's what obliterated happens by hurricanes. If you make a mistake. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, not... <laughs> Not much we all know what happened in Hurricane Katrina, but like more than now. Yeah. Um. Uh. Abortion is healthcare. Yep. Um. We stand with all movements to protect the rights of the working class. Police unions are not true unions; they work against the working class. Yeah. Um, Medicare for all. Cancel all student debt. Um. You don't need an AR for. Oh yeah. 15. Like ban assault rifles. Yeah. Um, just like tax bullets. I don't know. There's like so many solutions to this yeah. that are like will go around this like arbitrary assessment of the Second Amendment. Yeah. It's like, what about the first three words instead of the last three? And um, um, let queer people just fucking be, man. Yeah. Jeez. It's like, I thought you don't want the government telling people what to do. I mean, that's clear that that's a lie. Well, let's start saying it, though. I know. I, I do like that messaging that Democrats finally have the balls to say, like, we don't want the government telling you what to do. Yeah. We're fighting for freedom. Yeah. Like, why Hello. did it take all this time I to know. say that? Come on, Democrats. Um, but yay for you for doing it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us, Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. We want to shout our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at GoFreakingCrazy. For capitalism, or you can follow my finsta at Aaron.Hensley. Um, for Capitalism Corner, we have merch. And like I said, new stuff will be dropping soon. Um, bit.ly slash Dawson's Critique. Um, we have a Patreon. And like I also said, you can join us for the live watch October 2nd. Patreon.com slash Dawson's Critique. And as always, you can order our book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. And uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Pesty1079. Thanks to those of you who have written reviews, liked us, subscribed, um, and been with us all this time. Um, We so appreciate you. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see. I didn't think of a bookstore. I guess I'll just shout out. Reparations Club. Oh, Reparations Club. Good one. (laughs)
in West Adams in LA, Reparations Book Club, they're really awesome. Um, and you should definitely check them out on Instagram and on their website. Mm-hmm. And if you're in town, uh, check their website because I don't know exactly what their hours are, but you should check their website and come in and see them because they're yeah. really cool. Um, other than that, we hope you have a great week. Thanks so much for being here with us. We promise you the uh, finale is coming soon. And until then, um, please take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over.